The Bible is more than the history of God. It's His story. And here to show you how God can contribute to your story is your host, Barbara Culver. Hi, everybody. Here we are back another week later. Another week gone in 2024. I don't know where you live, but where I live, it has been bitter cold. Like it was four degrees at my house this morning when I got up. That to me is cold. I always used to say, I can put on enough clothes to get warm. I simply can't take off enough to get cool in the summertime. So I loved wintertime. But as I grow older and I have health issues, I find myself saying, okay, I'm not as fond of winter as I used to be. But that's okay, because God knows what we need when we need it, and he's going to take care of it in everything that we do and say. Today, we're going to take a little venture into the Old Testament because so many people do not see how anything in the Old Testament affects their lives today. This was a sermon that our pastor preached some time ago, but I'm giving it to you in Barbara's version, okay? I'm not quoting him or anything. It was just something he taught me because when I listen to a preacher preach, I want to learn. I want to learn something about myself, my relationship with Christ, about who Christ is in me, the hope of glory, or how I can help somebody else. That's always my desire when I listen to a preacher preach. But we're going to the book of Exodus. And the book of Exodus, it starts out with the fact that Joseph, who had led the people of Israel to the land of Egypt when he was second in command next to Pharaoh, and now it had been years, and people had multiplied greatly. God blessed them in Egypt. So God can bless you anywhere you are. It doesn't matter whether you're in Egypt or you're in your homeland or you're not exactly where you're supposed to be, but God can still bless you. But the Pharaoh had died that knew Joseph and the new Pharaoh didn't know anything about this man. And he saw these Israelite people multiplying greatly. And he thought, uh, this is not good. They could turn on us in a heartbeat. So we're going to have to do something about this. So he made work really hard for them. He oppressed them. Didn't work. He tried to get the Egyptian midwives to kill the babies as they come out. That didn't work. The midwives couldn't do that. They could not get rid of life, which is another whole t subject on abortion, but that's okay. 
we'll get to that another day. But he had come to the decision, the Pharaoh had, that he wanted all the baby boys killed that were under the year of two, two years old. Well, in the meantime, Moses is born. And his mother hid him for three months. Then she put him in a basket and she sent him up the Nile River. Knowing that the Pharaoh's daughter come down to the Nile River to bathe. And she possibly would find him, which she did. And she picked him up and she recognized immediately he was a Hebrew boy. But now he was going to be her son. But the interesting thing about that was that the his sister Miriam was watching and she says, would you like for me to get you a, a Hebrew woman to come and nurse the baby? And she said, yes, you do that and I will pay her wages. So his mother actually nursed him until he was weaned from her milk. Then the Pharaoh's daughter took him and she raised him as an Egyptian. And when he got older, she brought him to the Pharaoh and he actually became her son. She named him Moses because she said, I drew him out of the water. The part I want to stress to you today is in chapter 2 of Exodus, and it begins with the 11th verse. And it's, uh, it really starts out strange for me because it says, one day when Moses had grown up, when that was written, I looked in commentaries and all the commentaries writers agree. Moses was 40 years old. I hope he had grown up. But he decided to go out into the Hebrew people. And in that, God gave him a burden because it says he looked on the people with burdens because there was an Egyptian beating a Hebrew. You see, Moses didn't grow up a Hebrew. He grew up an Egyptian. But you can't erase what God made you from the beginning. And God made him a Hebrew. And he saw this Hebrew person getting beaten by an Egyptian. And he killed him. But in that burden, God was using life for Moses to prepare him for something. God is always preparing us for the future. We don't know what it is. We don't know what it's about, how he's going to use it, but he's always preparing us for something and he uses life today to do it. On that day, Moses was burdened and he killed the Egyptian thinking he looked around and he didn't see anybody. So he, in his mind, no one saw him. But then a few weeks later, he goes out and he sees a Hebrew person 
jumping on another Hebrew person. And he says, why are you beating up your brother? And he said, well, who made you judge and jury? Are you going to kill me like you killed the Egyptian? Oh, and suddenly Moses was afraid. And when it got back to the Pharaoh, Pharaoh sought to kill Moses. And so Moses left the land of Egypt and he went to stay in the land of Midian. And he sat down by well. And the priests there had seven daughters. Wow. God bless him. Seven daughters. Woo, I had two. and They were plenty for me. But they came and they drew water to fill the, the troughs for their father's flock. They helped his dad with the shepherds. And the shepherds there didn't like it because women weren't supposed to do that. And so they was driving them away. But once again, Moses had a burden for these people. And he stood up and he saved them. And he watered their flocks. And when they came home, they told daddy about it. And daddy said, an Egyptian delivered you out of the hand of the shepherds and helped you? Now, in his mind, he's thinking he's an Egyptian because he come from Egypt. But he wasn't. He was a Hebrew. And so he said, well, where is he? Why did you leave him there? Go call him and so that we can prepare a meal for him and let him eat. And Moses became content with the man. And he gave Moses his daughter in marriage. And she gave birth to a son and called him Gershon. For he said, I have been a sojourner in a foreign land. God gives us relationships in life that will prepare us all the time that he killed the Egyptian, he left the land, he went into Midian, and there he helped the women with their flocks. He gave them this relationship, but God was preparing him to be with people, to know how to deal with people, to prepare him for work, for service in God's plan and purpose for his people. We have to remember that God uses life in a different way than what we think life is all about. He uses life in a special way to show us who we are, but to also to show us who he wants us to become. And he has to prepare me. I had to be prepared to learn how to do a podcast 
And how did God prepare me? Many years ago, I taught Sunday school on TV. I had no idea that God was preparing me for this day to where I would know how to teach the word to people I didn't see, couldn't talk to, couldn't see the expression on your faces when you listen. But God was preparing me. He's started me when I was 25 years old, teaching the word of God because I fell in love with the Bible. You see, it brought me to Christ and it has answered so many questions for me in my life. And when I, I really didn't want to do TV's Sunday school lesson. I like people. I like to see your faces and see your expressions on things that I teach. Couldn't do that on TV. But when I opened up the word of God and I began to read, he led me to Isaiah. And when I began to read and Isaiah said, I am a man of unclean lips. I'm not fit to go and speak for you. And God answered Isaiah and said, but who will go and tell of me? Who will talk of us, meaning the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit? When he heard those words, Isaiah responded, Here am I, send me. And when I read those words, the Holy Spirit began to move in me. And I said, I'm going on TV. And now... Many years later, God has me doing this podcast for him. You see, I'm telling you about him and what he will do in your life from the Old Testament. It wasn't from the New Testament, although we can go to Romans 8.28 and we can say all things work together for good for those who are called. Well, God was calling Moses to do something that no other person could do, simply Moses. And it doesn't matter what he's calling you to do. Whatever it is, will you answer that call? God wants to prepare you through the burdens you have for other people, maybe the compassion that you have. He wants to give you relationships so that you will know how to deal with people and the things that goes on in their lives. He uses life for you and me to teach us God's purpose for our lives. Isn't that amazing? I loved it. I loved it when our pastor preached on it, and I have pondered over it for a couple of weeks now. And I said, this is what the Spirit wants me to tell you today. God is preparing you today for something in your future. Moses had no idea. He didn't even realize God was a part of it. But he was. You may not realize 
God is a part of what's going on in your life today. But he is. I assure you, he is. But he has been in my life ever since I was 16 years old. And I'm now 77. He's amazing. He loves you. He wants to use you. He wants you to love him above everything and everyone else. Moses didn't know everything about God. He just knew he was a Hebrew. And he knew that he had did something wrong. But God was going to take even the wrong thing he did and let him grow from it. I hope you have a sunshiny week this week. And I hope it's warm where you're at. We're going to warm up a little bit, I think, here. But it's going to rain. That's okay. That's better than snow. And we had snow last week. So you have a very blessed week. And know that this podcast prays for its listeners. And if you have a question, I invite you to, after this podcast is over with, to ask a question so that I can get it. And I will try to answer it to the best of my ability. If you would like to leave me a message, feel free to do that as well. And so we can get to know each other. I'd love to know something about you. You know something about me, but I don't know anything about you. Will you do that today, this week? I thank you for that. And until next time, bye for now.